I'm just going to give a, um, go back to where, we'll see where we start, but let's first just a recap of yesterday. Rabba made a statement. He says, Abiechen ben Zakai, if you remember, there was a whole back and forth about, um, they used to accept the Edos of the Edom up until the end of the day. It messed things up one year because what happened was, what would happen was if Edom come in and it's at the end of the day and they tell me, they say to us that the moon came out, the new moon appeared, it means that it was already Rosh Hashanah. So if it's early enough in the day, it's fine. So we're going to celebrate Rosh Hashanah for the rest. We're going to bring our Kabbalah. Tyson talks about it, Mosef, whatever. You're going to do everything. But one year they came extremely late. What happened was they already brought the carbon tamid. And then the VM got messed up with their things. They didn't realize because they came in so late. You so, can't bring the Mosef after the Right, so there's a well, how do you do it's the last carbon. So I think Tyson says that you could if they have no choice or whatever. But there are a lot of problems. But they messed the... Toysus asked why the Gemara only focuses on the Shir Shalyayim. It's a good question, whatever. But the Gemara only says that they came late and the Levim uh, thing. So what did they make? They made a Takana. And they said going forward, because of this, we don't want this anymore. They made a Takana that if Edim come, uh, that we don't accept the Edos from the Mincha. Uh, once it's already time for the Tamit Shabin Habayim. And if they do come, right, if Edim come, and they walk in like the last five minutes of the day or after the, you know, from Mincha and on, then they say, we don't care that the Edom came. We have the power, we have the Bezdin, we're going to declare tonight is Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Even though Rosh Hashanah is basically over, right? Because the Edom come and tell us now that the moon came out already last night, which means it was Rosh Hashanah today. They say we're going to treat the whole thing. What did we see from that? That it's one Yoyma Richter. Because we all know that Rosh Hashanah happened already. Yet the Chachamim went ahead and declared that tonight is Rosh Hashanah. Well, what, tonight's Rosh Hashanah? Tonight's not Rosh Hashanah. But yet the Chachamim made it. So that was the whole idea. It's Noyagin Oisayim Kodesh, Udamacha Kodesh. Then, Rabbi said, that was what we started yesterday, he said, Rabbi Yechem ben Zakkai made a Takana. You'll see in a moment what that Takana is. And after that Takana, one second, let me go back one more thing. There was a lot of stuff into this. It's like, if you learn it's one Yoyma Richta, then if an egg is born on, let's say Rosh Hashanah is Monday, Tuesday. If the egg is, it comes out on Monday, I cannot eat it on Tuesday because it's one long day. It's one Kaddish day, right? If it wasn't one, if it was just a speck of the Yoyma, and if it was born on Monday, there's no reason not to eat it on Tuesday because we might have Either Monday was a Yom Tiv, in which case Tuesday is nothing, or Tuesday was a Yom Tiv, in which Monday was nothing. There's no reason. But if you learn that it's Yom Richta, right? The way that they made it in the Kana, that it becomes Yom Tiv, then it makes sense that both days you're not allowed to do. But comes Rabbi and says, this whole idea that you cannot eat the egg, that everybody, both Rabbi and Shmuel, we said yesterday, agree that you cannot eat the egg both days, is only... Um, um, before the Takanas Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai. But after Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai's Gzeira, um, um, Takana, which you'll see in a moment, you are allowed to eat the egg, which means on a two-day Yom Tev Rosh Hashanah, if the egg was born on a Monday, you could eat it on Tuesday. Not a problem. What is this Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai? Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai says, you, after Mishachar, based on Mikdash, Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai said, we do accept Eidos a whole day again. Because what happened? Going back, just so you understand this, because this drives a lot of the Gemara today. It's like, why did the Chachamim say that it, Rosh Hashanah is two days when the Beis HaMikdash was around? Because one year there was a incident where the Edom came in very late during the day. 
and they and and it was too late, and the Levim got mixed up with their shear. So the Chacham said, you know, we don't care that Rosh Hashanah is already basically over. We're going to make a second day, just so this never happens again. But now, when the base of Mikdash was destroyed, right? There is no more base of Mikdash, so there is no confusion anymore. So we are back to the same idea that if we are celebrating two days, it's only Asaspeka the Yaima, right? If it's only a Sveika de Yoyma, it means that we're really only celebrating one of the two days is Yom Tev. And which means that if an egg is born on Monday, there is no reason not to eat it on Tuesday. Because Mimanafshach, either Monday was Yom Tev or Tuesday was Yom Tev, but not both, right? So came, comes Rabbi and says, after this Takana of Avechan ben Zakai that said that we do accept, after the destruction of the base of Mikdash, we do accept Edim until the very end of the day, there is no reason not to eat the egg on the second day. That's what it was. So then the Gemara said, Amal Abayi, what do you mean? But Rabbi Shmuel said, you're not allowed us. He said, what are you asking for Rabbi Shmuel? Don't ask me for Rabbi Shmuel. We have a Rabbi Echanan. Um, and he distinguished them between that. Come, that was one thing. Um, Rabbi Yosef said, um, Rabbi Yosef came and said, even after the Kana of Rabbi Echanan ben Zakai, meaning even after Rabbi Echanan ben Zakai went back to the old days, and he said, listen, now that the base of Megdash is destroyed, there is no problem to take the Edus. They come in the afternoon, so what? So take it. What's going to be? There's no confusion. So you'll just, you know, if, if they come, we'll know. It was already Yom Rosh Hashanah is almost over. Nothing happens. But you can't, you still, the egg, you're not allowed to eat both days. Why? Because he says, it's a Dabr Sheba Minyan. And called Dabr Sheba Minyan, Tzarech Minyan Hachalat here. I'm going to start with those things because it goes straight up. I know David already did those words, but, but this leads up to it. It's, Rabbi Yosef says, even after Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka is Xerida, we're going to go back to the old ways, you're not allowed to eat the egg both days. Now you're going to ask me, why not? Rabbi Shmuel, by a regular Yom they argued, right? One said that you're allowed to eat the second, one said you're not allowed to eat. But according to one sheet, you're allowed to eat. Why, why should you not be allowed to eat? It's today Yom It's a speck of the Yom Either today was Yom and tomorrow is not Yom Today is not Yom Tomorrow is Yom Why should I not eat? He said, you know what? I have a new thing. You know why? Because at the time, when the base of Mikdash was around, that they made the Xero, that we don't accept the Edim, and we're going to make it one big long Yom of two days, they also, Gemara is going to challenge this later, they made a Xero that you're not allowed to eat the two eggs. You're not allowed to eat the eggs both days. So he says, and who made it? It was a Bezdin. Dabash of Aminian, Sanhedrin, whatever it was, 23. So I don't know what it was. You can't just undo something like that. Dabrashiba minion, something that was established with a Bezdin, you can't, you can't undo. And that's why, even after the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, and even after Abichan and Ben Zakai said, we do accept Edus even till then, we don't let you do the egg. Where it comes Rabbi Yosef, that's where we're going to spend most of the, I mean, a bunch of the daf now. I'm Rabbi Yosef, but no, I mean, where do I get this idea that once one Bezdin declares something, you cannot undo it unless you're going to have another powerful Bezdin to undo it. He says, he's going to give you three sources, and the Gemara is going to go through them later, okay? First of all, he says, because there's a pasuk that says, Lech emar lahem shuvu lachem lo lachem. Go back, Hashem, after Ma'am and Sinai, right? After that, Hashem said to Elder Yidin, they can go back to their tents. It meant that they can have relations again. And there's another pasuk that says, After Ma'am Sinai, after I blow the shoifer, you can go back on the mountain. You weren't allowed to go on the mountain of Har Sinai, you're allowed to go back. Yes, and a third source, him. what? But Hashem had to tell Well, you'll see, don't, we'll see, we'll, we'll see exactly oh. how this shows it. 
this Pasuk. And a third source is the Mishnah. It says, Basically, I'll tell you very quickly. Kerem Revai is like Neta Revai. What is it? The first three years of growth, you, it's Arlo. You're not allowed to eat it. On the fourth year, you're allowed to eat it. But like Maisa Shane, you've got to take it up to Yerushalayim. What happens if I live, let's say, in a lot, very far? I don't want to, I can't carry all this stuff. I'm allowed to be pointed onto money. Right? And bring the money. Eat my parents, leave them in a lot, and eat my, and take my money up to Yushalayim and use it in Yushalayim. They, they made a Takana that if you live within a radius of one day's walk to Yushalayim, we don't let you be poida your parents. We tell you, bring the actual parents that, and we gave those boundaries. Those four boundaries are the boundaries of, of, of where it's a distant of one day's walk. Okay, so if that if you ha- if you live within let's say Tel Aviv, which is within one day's walk of Yerushalayim, you're not allowed to be poor to your parents. You actually got to physically care to your parents. Why? Because we wanted to beautify Yerushalayim with a lot of parents, a lot of fruit, a lot of inventory. Okay, great. Comes this story over here of Rabbi Eliezer who lived within the boundary, and he decided he was lazy. He said, "I can't carry all this thing. You know what I'm going to do? There's a second trick. I'm going to be mafkir to anim. If I'm mafkir to anim, it's not my problem anymore. I don't know if it means there is no camera, but it doesn't matter. The point is that wasn't way around it. What did they tell him? His talmid said, "Rabbi, what are you doing? This gzera, this takana that they made, that you're not allowed to be poidif. You're within one day's walk of Yerushalayim. It's it's been undone." You know how it's been undone? Nimnu alecha. They had another minion. They gathered a minion of the thing. What do you see from over here? This one is clear. That there was a takana that you had to bring the actual fruit, but they undid it with a nimnu alecha. They got together another whole big bezdin of 23 or whatever it was, and they said, you know what, Un- no more. If people found it too difficult. Whatever the reason was, they undid it. Now, man chaverecha, who is this chaverecha? Rabbi Yechon ben Zakkai. Tama de nimnu, haloi nimnu loi. The Gemara says very clear. You see that they had to do a nimnu. They had to gather together. They had to create a bezdin in order to undo it. Now we're going to go back to what I said before. We, have, we brought three sources. The Gemara wants to understand why I need three sources to tell me this idea that once a bezdin does something, if you want to undo it, you've got to bring an equal level bezdin. He says, It says, the first source was as follows. It says, the first question the Gemara says like this. It says already earlier in the Pesukim, three days before Matt and Torah, don't be with your wife. Separate from your wives. Why then does the Pasuk say afterwards, go back to your tents, have relations again with your wife. Well, what do I need that for? You told me already in the beginning, it's a three-day thing. And so, Elamai, what do you see? That once there's a Takana, that was made by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is sort of, you know, so to speak, the quintessential Bezdin, Dabash Minion. In order to undo it, you got to have a new decree. decree. And that's exactly what happened over here. Right? That was source number one. V'chitema, so, uh, you know, um, 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 so, so that was source number one. Now you're going to challenge me on that. By the way, Suli mentioned one interesting thing. He said, the first thing after Matan Torah is what? This is the first thing that happens after Matan Torah. The first commandment from Hashem is, go back right. with your wives. You know why? To show you that the Torah is given to mortals, and Hashem wanted to live in this world. Go do the thing that is most, you know, mundane, most physical thing, most behemothic thing, 
That's the first thing after Matan Torah, because that's what Matan Torah is about, to live it with the world. Whatever, I thought it was an important. Anyway, V'chitei ma'la mitzvahs, I know who does. Now you're going to say, no, maybe, because Baruch was just saying, there's a mitzvah oina, you got to go for a mitzvah oina, but not, maybe you don't always need, meaning you didn't really need to let them go, but Hashem wanted to say, go back, because he wanted to give them a mitzvah oina, right? Not because he had to undo what he said before, Tashma, so he brings another right. It says, It says in the Torah already, Hashem said, Don't bring your animals, don't go up there. When is the Harahu? Only when Hashem is giving the Torah. Once the Torah is gone, why would I think this is different than any other mountain? So why do I need another Pasuk that says, When the Shaykh blows, you can go back. This, the Torah is not here anymore. It's like a regular mountain. Go up. Do whatever you want to do. Elamai, you know why it had to be done? Because Adabah Sheba Minyan, when a Kodesh Baruch decrees something, you want to undo the decree? You better do a new decree. That's a thing. So the first two sources are all deraisas, right? They're in the Torah. But maybe when the Chachamim did, like over here, what did the Chachamim do? The Chachamim are the ones that said, don't eat the egg um, uh, two days because, of, because we're going to treat it like a Yom Arichta. Maybe then you don't need a minute. Tashma, Karen Revai. Karen Revai, this whole Takana that they had that you got to bring the fruit because you want to beautify Yerushalayim. That's not a Torah they could think. It's a Chachamim. They wanted to beautify Yerushalayim, so they made this Takana. Still, you see that in order to undo that Takana, they needed Nimnu. So you have three sources to the idea that when you have. And that is the answer of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said, even after Rabbi Yechan ben Zakkai, when I had said that post-destruction based on Mikdash, we, don't, we do accept Adis even late in the day. We could technically find out that Rosh Hashanah was and happened at the very last moment. And it's not a Yom Arichta. The fact that they did two days afterwards was Mamesh at the Rabbana. It was a Sveik of the Yom where they had Sveik of the Yom. So it's not a Yom Arichta. So then, why should I not be allowed to eat an egg? Because he said a very simple thing. Because there was nobody, no Bezdin went ahead and undid their initial Gzeira that you're not allowed to eat the egg both days. That's all it is. Okay? Affect the Gemara, but who told you? Just like Rabbi Yechanan bin Zakkai said that we do accept Eidos even late in the day, he said, no. When Rabbi Yechanan bin Zakkai came and said, Eidim, once again, we let you come at the last moment of the day. Even if it means things are going to get a little confusing, we don't care because there's no confusion. There's no base of Mikdash. He said that they never discussed the Beya. And Beya remained where it is. So, Logically, it makes no sense, right? If today, Rosh Hashanah is celebrated for two days only because it's a speck of the Yoyma, but not because it's a Yoyma Richter, there's no reason not to allow the egg. But still, he says, you're not allowed to have the egg both days. Why? Because it's the Kana that they made and they never undid it. If Abai doesn't like that, he says, you think they got up there and they made a, when they got this thing together about making it a Yom Arichta, you think they also discussed the egg? They didn't discuss the egg. They said, we're going to do two-day Yom Why? Because a byproduct of having a two-day Yom means that you're not allowed to have the egg both days, right? Which is normally that. So he says, I don't need even, once you tell me that this original thing, so that's where Abai leaves. Uh, 
Now, okay, so that was one shita. Now, Rav Adavir of Shalman, Tavayu mi bei kluches, Amri, af mi tekanis rabbechan ben zakai veilach, beya asura. They said, even after Rabbechan ben zakai, who went back and reinstituted the original way, and he said that Adam could come to the last minute, which means Rosh Hashanah is just a speak of the Yoyma. Why? The beya is still asura. My timer. He says like this, even, you know why you can't eat the egg even nowadays? Because you're right, nowadays when we keep two days of Rosh Hashanah, it's a Sveik right? And by the way, it's totally a Sveik because today we even have a calendar. So by an Eretz Yisrael, everywhere, we have a calendar, we didn't even know. It's a Sveik right? The second day, it shouldn't be, there's no reason why it should be a Yoyimah Richter, right? There's no Gzeir in But what happens when the base of Middash is going to be rebuilt? We are presumably, I wasn't, it's a little bit surprising to me, but everybody seems to be thinking that that's the way it's going to go. It's going to go back, not calendar anymore, we're going to wait on Adim. If you're going to wait on Adim again to come and tell me we saw them and we didn't see them, you're going to have the same problems you had 2,000 years ago, which means because Adim could end up coming at the very end of the day, and you tell me that it was already Rosh Hashanah. And then the Chacham would say, we don't want problems because it's going to confuse the Levim. So we're going to make it a two-day Yom Tov and it's going to become a Yom Tov. So then, at that point, you're not going to eat the egg anymore because it's a Yom Tov. So we say, but if we're going to let you eat the egg now, you're going to say, when the base of Mikdash should be built, we said, last year we ate the eggs that were born on the first day of Rosh Hashanah and we ate them on the second. But they won't realize that the two days Rosh Hashanah is being celebrated nowadays and the two days Rosh Hashanah being celebrated when the base of Mikdash is rebuilt is different because today it's two days and when the base of Mikdash is rebuilt, it's one day. It's, it's, it's a Yom Tov. So he says, frankly, Gemara, if that's so, Edos Namila in the Kabul. We should not accept Edos when the base of Mikdash is at my time, we should say, right, Rabbi Yechon Bezakai went and said, after the destruction of the base of Mikdash, she says, let the Edom come even the last second of the day, because what's the big deal? Right? What's the big deal? Nothing will happen. There's no Levium anyway. Nobody's getting confused. So they come in the last second and they say, guys, it was Rosh Hashanah. So we say good Yom Tov to each other and we move on. Right? We could celebrate the second day of Speak of the Yom anyway, but but, right, that was Rabbi Yechan Bezakai. That's what he said. He said, there is no reason not to accept it. Why not? Why don't you say, when the base of Mikdash is going to be rebuilt, if you're going to accept the Edus today at the very last minute of the day, when the base of Mikdash is going to be rebuilt, you're going to do the same thing. And it's going to cause confusion. Right? The Levim won't know what to do. They'll get confused. Last second of the day, now you tell me it was Rosh Hashanah, I have to sing a different song, I have to sing the Rosh Hashanah song and this, huh? right? Why don't you do? She says, nah. Don't compare the two. Hachi hashta. Hasam ate this Masur Lebezdin. Be'a lot of other Masur. He says, Where does it happen, Rosh Chodesh? It comes to Bezdin. Bezdin, Tamidi Chacham, they'll know what to do with that information. When the Adim come in, even last second of the day, they'll know, okay, now the base of Mikdash and we're relying on this, so we're going to make it a Yom Richta. But the eggs, you're going to be sitting in Tel Aviv and you're going to know this year is a two day Yom Tov like it was last year, except now the base of Mikdash is around. It's two different days. Here, it's a Yom Richter. You're not allowed to eat the egg. Last year, you ate the egg. Great. This year, you can't. And therefore, you cannot eat the egg even then. Rav Amar, another thing, he says, He said, even nowadays, even after Rabbi Yechon and Benzakai, what did Rabbi Yechon and Benzakai do? Think about what happened. Rabbi Yechon Bezakai said, guys, we don't have a base of Mikdash. There's no confusion. Let the Edom come in the very last second of the day and we accept it. Okay, if, the last, if they come in at the very end of the day, what, what are we doing nowadays? It should have bothered you all along. Even nowadays, we still have a two-day Yom Tov, right? We're still going to have a two-day. If it's going to come, 
If the Edim are going to come after the base of Mikdash is destroyed and they're going to come to me and they're going to say at the last minute of Rosh Hashanah or what really was Rosh Hashanah that it's Rosh Hashanah today what do you think Bezdin is going to do? They're not going to want to miss the whole Yom Tov. They're going to say tonight is Rosh Hashanah even though Rosh Hashanah is basically over. So even after the destruction of the base of Mikdash it's like a Yom Richter in an instance where the Bezdin declares it to be a Rosh Hashanah. Meaning in a normal year, when it's Sveika uh, de Yoima, you're right, you always celebrate two days. But in a year where the Edom come at the very last minute, Bezdin, even post-destruction, is going to establish the second day as a Yoim Kadosh. Which means, again, it's a Yoim Arichta, even post-destruction. Which means, you know, the, the egg. Why is Bezdin going to do that? No because they will, because... because you, you, the Edom are coming last second of the day. You didn't have your Yom Tiv. They're, they're still going to do it. Yeah, they're still, huh? they're still, they're still keeping, keeping it. But he said they're going to make it Kaddish. He disagrees with that idea. He says that's how they're going to make it. I, I know what's bothering you, but, but he says that's what they're going to do. He yeah. says um, um, yeah, would still, they will never be, they will never be mevatel, that idea mm-hmm. that they're going to be Kaddish the second day because the Yom Tiv was missed. And therefore, you cannot eat the egg because it's a Yom I'm a rabbi. If you remember, because we had the Machlekes of Rav and Shmuel by a regular two-day Yom Tiv. Rav said, it's Asr, right? You're not allowed to eat even on a regular two-day Yom Tiv, which was sure Sveika the Yoyma, right? Which right. didn't make sense. Why not? But we're passing like uh, Bahani class, as we mentioned. I forget the other two cases, but one of them is this, that, uh, <coughs> that you don't, um, what's she called? You don't eat.